This episode of Horseplay Live is brought to you by ShinyPrince.com. ShinyPrince.com, level up your photos and wall art and your and your your artwork. You know, don't be a scrub, don't be a noob. Get it done at ShinyPrince.com on metal paper. Who does that anymore? If you go to ShinyPrince.com forward slash collage, you can actually test out the new beta app that lets you make collages. Imagine making a collage with all your favorite geeky things, maybe some Mega Man or some Zelda or some Metroid or I don't know, what what do people like these days? Uh, Call of Duty characters? Do they, even, do they even have important characters? Probably not. But yeah, ShinyPrince.com go over there, go go to forward slash collage, ShinyPrince.com forward slash collage and test out the new and improved app and uh, that'll be coming out soon. Don't forget to visit the Facebook fan page uh, Shiny Prince Metal Art they're also on Twitter, Shiny Prince FL, because they're based out of Florida. And uh, give them lots of love, because they uh, definitely help us pay the bills around here. Appreciate you guys. Again, ShinyPrince.com. And let us know what you think. Welcome back, geeks and gamers, ninjas, robots, and whoever the hell else is listening to this show. This is Horseplay Live. Yes, it is. Episode 81. Today is Thursday, July 2nd, 2015. Entitled, Ever Heard of That Game? Ah! Before we get into all this episode, this fun in this episode... Because we're gonna have lots of it. I'm joined by someone that you might know, you might not. Maybe I don't know. It depends on how long you've been around. But everyone's filthy favorite hardcore casual, the man himself, Yogizilla. What's up, big guy? Why hello there. Oh my god, he's huh. me out again. He huh. said something different. <laughs> what are you guys doing in TV Land? Is everything good? I don't know. I got nothing. No, we're not going to do anything. No. It'll come to me later. <laughs> so what you been up to, man? I haven't talked to you in, like, days, bro. Yeah, you know, beginning of the month is always uh, a fun time. Collecting on clients that need to pay bills and magically forget that they owe money. Uh, you know, and shuffling around, running around, like a chicken without a head and all that good stuff. But uh, the, the battle... Yeah, chicken without a head. It's not a very, not a very pretty thing to, to behold. Not at all. But uh, you know, the battle against Comcast and overall stupidity continues. I actually had. Uh, let me turn off my Skype here because it's gonna be distracting. The background noise. But uh, I actually had someone call me from Comcast because they um. We're not doing video tonight, Obi. Oh, we're not. No, no, no. I'm keeping it simple. <laughs> I had a feeling that was you. No, no, no. we're gonna keep it simple tonight. You can put a, you can put a random picture 
Oh no, I got our pictures up there already. Okay, good, good. There you go. Proactive, I love it. But yeah, I had a, I had someone from their I don't know. They have such arbitrary names for the department. I think it was the security assurance team, whatever that means. And uh, they had been calling me left and right, and I kept missing the call because it's been that that crazy. And then the w one time I, I saw I was kind because I was like I don't feel like answering this call right now. They probably just want more money. That's all they really call for. It. But it turned out they were actually responding to my Better Business Bureau complaints. Um, but I did not bring up the FTC complaint that I filed against them. Uh, and, I, and I mentioned it to the guy. I'm like, hey, you know. And by, the, by the way, what you guys are doing, the few other ISPs that throttle connections or charge for data allowance have been sued and have been smacked around to not do that anymore. So, you know, kind of catch up. This is no longer, you know, 2001. Times are very different. Didn't they pass a law that they actually they can't do that shit no more? I mean, did they did something pass to where they can't throttle your connection anymore? That's the word on the street that they can't throttle the connection. They can't uh, have data data allowances. You know, because uh, ba basically it's it's stupid. I told I told a guy very sim simply. You know, I used the metaphor. You know, it's like I have a very nice sports car. And it, let's say the top speed is 240 miles per hour. And, you know, let's say, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it, 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 what makes it sound sexy, you know? Oh, I don't know, 400 pounds per square inch of torque, or square foot of, of torque. Best handling, best cornering, best drifting Big potential. Huh? Big motor. I know. Uh, I know, I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass, you know? I got a beast of a car, though. This, is, this car doesn't ex really exist. You know, and it can hit like ten thousand RPM. You know, let's just let's just throw out numbers. This is this car is OP. But then when I go leave the dealership after I sign all the paperwork and sign my soul away, they tell me BTW you gotta keep it in first gear. What what what? You gotta keep it in first gear. But I, then I won't ever get even close to the top speed. You know, that's that's you gotta. Oh well, actually, you could you could you could go into the other gears when we feel like allowing it. It's controlled remotely. The yeah yeah. The, if you if you stay in another gear that's not first gear for prolonged periods of time, we're not gonna define what prolonged periods of time are. But if it's if it's longer than we'd like, we're gonna we're gonna charge you, and eventually we're just gonna charge you to buy another car. Wait, I bought a car for this price, and I have to buy the car again? Huh? That's pretty much what happened. Like my base bill. Is, is is okay, but then on top of that is all the data usage charges, which is actually greater than my base bill, with yeah. with the taxes like, added and all that. Like you can you can do. I mean, what BFT said. I mean, quick, you can sue them for emotional damages plus. Um, and you got to remember too that your your primary your business is on the internet. So if you think about it, that's that's lost wages as well. Um, even if you weren't making any money, that's lost wages because now they're handling or throttling your internet. Dude, you can get some bucks out of those guys just for them settling. Well, they oh, swear because... they swear they don't they don't throttle, but I call oh, bullshit on that. <laughs> yeah, the term you were looking for is limiter installed in the car. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to get that technical, but yeah, limiter, uh, catalytic converter, so you can pass emissions test. But it also gimps it a little bit. That's pretty much what it did. Like they put the worst catalytic co converter on the thing. So you know the specs on, the, on 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 my internet connection amazing, but I can't take advantage of it. You know, 
It's a, it's, it's a terrible deal. There's, and, and, and no one likes it. There's only like a, like one or two people I've encountered online that defending them. It's like, I'd like to see you run a business that's profitable and not have to make these kind of uh, policies. It's yeah. like, they're not suffering in terms of money. They send most of their jobs overseas. You kidding me? Deal. Who made that deal? I'll, I'll dig it. Oh, because for one, we already Googly. know that, like internet, like the internet. If we, if if any company, and this is something I've said before, if any company will sit there and make a gamer package, yes, it'll be more money, but the gamers are gonna pay that because they want that fast internet, they want that connectivity all the time. If somebody will make that package, I guarantee you they'll clean up all the millions and all this stuff. But they're not listening to consumer. And I'm gonna bring one out of the yep. woodwork here. It's kind of like it's kind of like the WWE with the the how, how they talk about the authority and they don't listen to the fans and all that other shit. It's the same fucking thing. The internet companies, I know I brought WWE into it, but the same the companies, the internet companies that are saying, you know, hey, uh, we're gonna get you these blazing fast speeds, but then they're like thirty and five, and then all of a sudden. It's not just 30 and 5. Half the time, it doesn't even peak 20. And then the other half of the time, when it is 30 and 5, they're charging you overages because that they just want to make more money. That's bullshit. I mean, that, like I said, you need to, you need to try to see what you can do, man, because that's a lawsuit in waiting. Oh, I'm, I'm putting pressure on them. That's why they were actually calling me repeatedly to sort things out. Now, my next step is going to be I'm going to start uh, all kinds of campaigns online, get people to sign a petition, and I get a viral campaign, you know. And I'm going to also rope, I think I'm going to end up role playing the exact conversations I've had with the customer service reps. Mm -hmm. So that people can see the kind of bait and switch stuff they do. It's like, yeah, yeah, just upgrade to this uh, this faster internet and we'll also increase your data allowance. Like, I, are, I is that, to be is that true? guys that you talk to online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we have to probably do it. Thank be, you for calling Comcast Internet. My name is Harbibi Taliban. You may call me Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they escalate the call to the higher, the supervisor, the tier two, and then it's not like the same guy. It's like, wait, did you, just, did you just, like, this literally happened. This is not a South Park skit. This actually has happened to me. It's like, are you the same guy? Wow, Comcast, saving, saving a buck. So you just hire, like, five people in a hybrid bed, you know, to do all your customer service. That explains right, a well, lot. Well, you got to remember, um... John's uh, supervisor is actually John, just with a different code on, or just different, just had a different telephone. Yep. Yes. It's actually, still the same person. But let me let me let me transfer you to my supervisor. You think pick up the phone? Well, hello. This is. Wait, didn't I just talk to you? Well, yes, sir. I am the supervisor. Well, why did the fuck did you have to transfer me? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> supervisor. Well, I had to go to another terminal, sir. That doesn't make any sense. Well, we have different terminals for different things, but if you're a supervisor, why doesn't your terminal do that? Well, I don't sit at that terminal. I said, well, then you, why are you a supervisor? Yeah, I can go off on this. I've, I've had the same conversations as Yogi has. Probably not as intense, because I'm not dealing with the throttling issue, but still... <laughs> no, and, you know, some people apologize for it. They're like, well, working on a help desk is very, is really hard. I get that. I've worked on a help desk as a manager, as a director, as a pod leader, as a tech analyst, as a tier two support, as billing support. I've done everything when it comes to IT and customer service. I've done it all. There's no excuse for incompetence. You know, if you give a customer 
assurance and you're confident in your answer, you know, they're going to go off that information because they, they shouldn't have to double check it. That's the whole point of you being there, you know, that, uh, and, 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 uh, yeah, you, usually the problem with the man with the with this help this is the management. That's what the uh, black black dragon saying. Yeah, management yeah, management is usually worse. Is he's he's at a help desk for, um, for a couple of, you know like registers and doing all you know the end tapes and you know the end of the night stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He stays on like he told me the other day. He still stay on till two o'clock in the morning, and then all of a sudden, like uh, I think it was maybe last night, maybe at four fifteen in the morning, somebody calls his his number. Thinking that, hey, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen my end tapes yet, and uh, I need your help. And it's four. That's like four thirty in the morning. Really, dude? I'm done for the night. Have a good day. <laughs> oh, that doesn't happen in IT. <laughs> no, never. You never like check helps, out. He helps. Uh, I. He's like IT, and he helps with like registers, and he'll, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's some of the things that people say are like, well. I thought you were there all night long. No, my my shift's done. We stop services at two o'clock in the morning. I mean, most places close at eleven, maybe even earlier. Um, it's funny. Yeah, no. The thing is, uh, you know, they have a knowledge base to work off of. Mm -hmm. They have the information at their fingertips, and if you know, there's nothing wrong as a customer service person to say, "I'm not. I'm really not sure." Oh, I don't know. I'd rather hear that than say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Let's go take care of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that. This will suit your needs. Mm -hmm. You know, that. it's just I, I, I spent like an hour on the phone with the dude, telling him I, I didn't even know where to start. He's like, so what, what? You know, what are the issues you're experiencing? And I'm like, well, what do I start? From the very beginning, you guys sent a tech out because there was a problem. I did a self-install. That was easy. I ran cable, you know, went under the house and everything. Everything was fine on my end. You know, all they had to do was deal with their stuff, but it didn't work. I plugged it in. It should have just worked right away. Oh, we have a signal going to your house. Okay. Plugged, it, plugged in the uh, cable modem. Nothing. So I had to send tech out. I said, hey, before you send a tech out, is it something that I could do over the phone? No, no, no. We'll send a tech out. Okay. Is it going to be free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't charge you. All right, all right. Then make sure. Is this, there's no charge, right? No, he won't charge you. Then I, I look at the bill. It's like an $80 charge for the guy to come out. I'm like, the fuck? That, that's the relationship I started with Comcast. Just lies and deception left and right. You know. The funny thing is, is they got a monopoly, just like Charter up here. They got a monopoly, and there's nothing that you go. Like, I have to physically move my family to the other part, the other side of Holland just to get Comcast. The way I, I've never heard of Comcast doing this except to Geeks. <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. No, dude. Um, trust me. Look around. Search, search the internet. The no, the only people that like Comcast are the only are people that have Downs. No one actually likes the Comcast, uh, unless maybe they don't have very advanced uses. Like they're the people, like the average user that all they do is like look at porn and and, and read web pages. You know, oh, is that not what you're supposed to do? No, but I'm saying like, it's like they they're stuck in 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 like the late '90s, early 2000s. You know, like right. all that people do is just very basic stuff. Like, oh yeah, 300 gigs is more than enough. Uh, do you realize that one video game that is installed as if it's a digital only copy is anywhere from 20 to 80 gigs, and then there's DLC on top of that. 
And yeah. You got all that data usage too. Yeah. Yep. The internet's for porn song. Yes. Yeah, that's, yes. Ah, uh, it's a classic. I might, I might play that. Um, the internet's made. The internet's made for porn. The internet is for porn. Ah, the internet is for porn. I can't remember. I can't remember it. I, I've heard it so I because I, I found it when I was playing WoW. So it's been around for a long time. Um, but you guys, we're gonna get uh, right into the show here. Uh, tonight on the show, uh, Yogi is going to be rambling on about a, some some game called Destiny or whatever you might have heard of it. Um, but uh, we'll share a little bit of well-known games that we think are worth revisiting or checking out for the first time. Some, you know, maybe some sleepers that people missed. Finally, for the, if we for uh, for real this time, um, I'm going to cut Yogi off no matter where he's at. But we are going to do hashtag dust off. Um, we, <laughs> we're going to do it this time. I will cut him off with a half hour left of the show, and we're going to do dust off. So, Yogi, you now have um, an hour. Go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So, nah. <laughs> but, guys, if you guys are new to the show, welcome to our silly pate. Yeah, yeah. Woo! play live is where geeks come to play and nine times out of ten we're gonna get in trouble too because i'm gonna probably get yogi in trouble by saying something too loud or you know you know or his wife will look on the podcast and go what did he just say and then i'll get yogi in trouble but yeah that's basically what happens. oh yeah but yeah we are the flagship talk radio show for the geeky antics network in collaboration with allgames.com our show covers all the aspects of geek culture with a special focus on Indian strategy games, technologies, and social issues that geeks face, as well as some community events. Oh, yeah, I forgot one thing. We rant. If we're not ranting, guys, this is not Horseplay Live. I'm just letting you know. Or the Sunday Dose, or Time Wimey Tea Time, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's not a show that... <laughs> but, but anyway, guys, sometimes we even talk about retro gaming and... And food. Um, if we're not talking about food, one of us is sick. Really. And we, on occasion, we'll, we'll we bring in the tabletop talk, too, as well. Um, but just because. Yogi, you want to tell a little, uh, everyone a little bit more about the show? So, yeah, this show is broadcasted and recorded live and uncut, for the most part. The uncut part, it depends what feed you're listening to. So, creative things may happen. Uh, you know, you can watch this video, by the way, and listen. Whichever way you prefer. Uh, but, you know, if a crazy thing may happen, and may say something offensive. We may fart on air. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> we may go off on crazy tangents. We may eat a bag of burgers because the BFT supplies them. And mm-hmm. he's our pusher. But, you know, most importantly, you know, keep, keep, keep an open mind. Have fun. You know, sit back, relax, and let yourself go. Something like that. Don't let too much go, don't, because don't, that could be messy. Yeah, don't let too much go. You gotta have some kind of, some kind of restriction, some kind of constraint. Because yeah, so you know the name of the show is horseplay. It has nothing to do with with horses or my little pony. Nothing of the sort. Furries, none of that. Anything you know, it's horseplay. Period. Yeah, it's it's shenanigans, uh, geeky antics, if you will. So you know, we're, we're just having a good time, and you you hope you uh. Yeah, no pun intended. I'm I'm pretty punny, or at least I try to be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it. And, and uh, there's already food talk going on. Uh, we got uh, 
Chex Mix. Chex Mix love and BFT's craving his bag of burgers. He has to wait on it, apparently. <laughs> Guys, we don't want to let you know Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific on Twitch channels Geeky Antics and Yogizilla. Horseplay Replay is available earlier on Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on AllGames.com. A few minutes, guys. About five minutes, you guys can help us out with a view. That'd be very much appreciated. Now, um, unfortunately, guys, it's really sad, but we don't have any news today. Yay! Um, <laughs> ding! Um, but we are going to go right into it. Um, yeah, I don't have one. Actually, I do have one. Um, into uh, straight into man crushes and geek girls. Yay! Oh! Guys, this is a segment where we actually shout out our favorite man crushes and geek girls of the week. If you want to be a guest or suggest your favorite man crushes or geek girls, contact us via Twitter, allgames.com, and, the, or, and on the official website, geekyantics.net. We'd love to hang out with you for now. We're going to share our Geeks of the Week, where we plug our favorite streamers, game designers, podcasters, authors, and other geeks we love. It's been a while since we've done this, so uh, let's show some love to Yogi. We're going to show some love to Renee Bones, a.k.a. Princess Kitty, and Mergalicious, because uh, they're part of the gang, and uh, they also... You know, they also well, Renee, uh, Mich- Michaela, more than more than uh, Merg. He's kind of late to the to the family, but uh, it goes back. She, we go back to the nipples of fate, my my gaming clan that that goes back to like the nineties, and we're still around, but we don't really do anything. We're more of a social club than anything else. And kind of geeky antics was born of that spirit of just having fun, having good conversation, and enjoying games and geeky stuff. Um, and I love these guys, and now they're united. They actually get to spend time together. They're talking about the the M word, you know, the ball and chain. Uh, you know, I have lo- I give lots of props to uh, the LGBT community for for fighting for that that M word thing. You know, it's kind of like wishing you could light yourself on fire and and be allowed to do it. It's like, hey, cool, you have that right now. Um, enjoy. I'm just kidding. Marriage is great. Wow. That's that awkward silence. That moment when you really <laughs> I'm not even gonna I'm just trying to write my uh the whoever I'm shouting out in chat right now because <laughs> you're on your own there. Hope my wife's not listening. Uh, <laughs> no, I love my wife to death. To death. Um guys, I do want to shout out somebody that um as you guys know, some of you know, um I joined a community uh and it's a farm community. And these guys, I mean, the first thing I want to say to them and about them, I don't know if any of them are here, but if they are, then you guys are rock. Uh, first thing I want to say about them is these guys just, they're, they're epic. Um, I was in the channel, in the team speak where they're at for less than a minute, literally. And there was somebody up there, hey, welcome, welcome, man, and just talking to me about everything. And it was just, it's just awesome. So if you guys are playing Farm Simulator or anything like that, uh, they have Farm Simulator, Euro Truck, they play GTA V, they play, uh, it's called The Hunter. Um, they play a lot of games in the community. It's a really good community. If you guys want to check him out, that's twitch.tv forward slash, uh, 
That's supposed to be a dot, not a forward slash, but twitch.tv forward slash <laughs> gun and gamers, guys. Um, I'll actually fix it for... Uh, and like I said, these guys are really, really, you know, uh, really, really excited about any any new people that come in and just and just love to have fun. Um, now, there are some things that you actually have to... Um, Thanks, Yogi. There are some things that you actually have to, you know, to get on certain maps that he plays on. You might have to subscribe. Um, but uh, like I said, it's 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 a really good group. You guys should check him out. And he's got a YouTube page too. He's got tons of followers. Um, but it's gunning gamers all around. So uh, my hats off to you, Brandon and Ruger, which is his uh, four-year-old or five-year-old accomplice that he makes some videos with. So uh, big shoutouts to you guys. Me gusta. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's your bit now. Oh, is it still? Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> you always transition us. I, I do. Oh, my lord. Oh, really? <sighs> hey, welcome to our very first podcast. <laughs> Over two years later. That's the first one. <laughs> but you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're good. <laughs> So anyway, quickie. Ah! Oh, there you go. Quickie. <laughs> Today's quickie, guys. Destiny minutes. Yogi's gonna report the week six-ish post HW or HOW of Destiny as a newbie. Has anything changed, Yogi? So HOW. That's my shorthand for House of Wolves. Mm-hmm. I think that. If I had been part of this game before that was that that was a thing, I would have been really annoyed at this game. But w- before I get into where I feel how I feel about the game now compared to the beginning, uh, I want to shout out Dads of Destiny because they did a charity stream. I was a part of it this past weekend, uh-huh. and it was crazy. And I have to say, the most for the most part, the Destiny community is very positive. They really support you. It's very tightly knit. Like, it's amazing. You know, the few times I get to stream, people come and they're like, Hey, yeah, can you help me with this raid? Hey, I'll help you with that, that uh, mission. You know, that kind of stuff. And, and it's great. You know, that sense of camaraderie. But I, one, one bad thing I, I, I noticed, though, is that, that people were coming to this charity event and all they were asking about was the free stuff. When's the next code? The bu- next bungee code? Bungie supported the, the effort. And it's for cystic fibrosis and also mm-hmm. in memory of uh, Josh uh, Stokel, who passed away due to that. Uh, my age, no less. So it really hits home for a nice. number of reasons. Nice. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'm saying nice because usually usually they don't get out of teens, teenage. That's true. CF, that's true. He, he fought hard, and he, and he actually... You know, became a doctor, well, a microbiologist specifically, and researched. Oh, dude, that's nice. Cure. Yeah, he he was researching cures and treatments and all that stuff. Um, so there's still ongoing efforts to get do more fundraising. That might be another charity stream. Um, so expect some collaboration between Dad's Destiny and uh, Geeky Ads Family, especially uh, the Worst Radio Show, and uh, those of us uh, here on Horseplay Live, and you know, across all our other uh, shows. That because uh, a lot of us do play Destiny or. You know, at least watch streams and we're interested. Matter of fact, uh, you know, Kitty and Merg, who we mentioned earlier, they're saying, get an Xbox One 
and and uh, and, uh, and Destiny today, so they should be out later. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. And I, they were watching me stream earlier, and they're like, and and Merg was like, I really want this game, cause I was soloing a raid, and I bet you raids in Destiny require six people. Are you supposed to do any six people? I was soloing a raid, and I was like, do 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 do. This is really hard. Hmm. Then I did it with two people, and it was still really hard. But it was like fun. It was like a whole level of new level of intensity. We were being chased by like hundreds of enemies. Like, um, yeah. And then we had a debuff on us that like uh, made us so that we couldn't move that fast. Like we we got progressively slower and slower to the point that we become like lead and can't even jump. Ah, oh, it's great. I'm talking about Crota's end, by the way. Everybody knows Crota. Crota's the less challenging raid, the less well thought out raid. Whereas Vault of Glass is far more extensive. And that was the first raid that shipped with the game. It's kind of a shame. But Crota's still great. Anyway, I'm, I, I know I did real. But shout out to that, Dads of Destiny. Nah. And uh, hopefully more, more of us, you know, more of you guys listening, viewing, uh, join us on Destiny. It's, uh, it's a really cool community. We're, we're doing some cool things together. And it's just fun hanging out with you guys. Uh, it definitely gets my mind off of all the crap going on. <laughs> and dealing with Comcast. I don't exactly know when we actually started the show. <clears throat> I got the timer up. So no, worry, right. no worries. We're, up, we're, we're around 30 minutes in. But, uh, you know, last week I was going to report that I kind of scaled back my time investing in the game. But this week that was definitely not the case. <laughs> I put a, there's a lot of time put in. If you're just curious, just look at my Twitch channel. There's lots of video up there. We started doing this weird thing where we started going to the social areas and, like, sitting uncomfortably close or standing uncomfortably close to people that were, like, AFK. So that when they would come back, there'd be, like, a wall of people around them. <laughs> and it was great because it's like a flash mob type thing. This is the meta game, by the way. This is the real game in Destiny, doing a stupid thing like this. So, like, you know, I, I, I had, like, one or two other people with me. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's just, like, form a wall around these people. And then see what everybody else does. And then other people started doing it with us. Until we just had like a, a, you know, a big ball of people just sit, standing there. And it was like, alright, whoever leaves first is an asshole. <laughs> it was one of those kind of things. Sadly, for some reason, there's only a 16-player limit in servers and instances. Kind of stupid. There should be no reason for that. Uh, not even on la last gen console. But people still make apologies for that. Not, and it, the social areas are purely social areas. There's nothing going on. There's no freaking mobs or anything. It's like, there's not like t a crap ton of NPCs. I don't get it. Anyway. Obi, are, are you the least bit curious? Well, with what? Oh, I was just saying. Destiny? Yeah, was, uh, anything I just said. Um, I am. I mean, I'm, I mean I, there's not really much I can say about it. I mean, I am. I'm, I'm, I've always been curious about Destiny. It's just I don't want to spend the... 400 or whatever it's going to cost to get it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Xbox One price is probably going to drop even more, at least the used price because of the new terabyte system coming out. So the the 500 gig, whatever it is, it's the same. BT dubs. I'm sure there will be people selling their, theirs off on the cheap to buy the upgraded version. So... 
See? Yeah, exactly. Beat it hat said it. PS3 had uh, 128 versus 128 in the game. No reason you can't do 32 versus 32. And it's a social area. There's not like, you don't have to worry about collision engines or anything crazy. You know, it's just like, allow people to talk and, and dance. And yes, Destiny is a huge time sink and a grind. That's why I say MMO confirmed. Anyone that says otherwise can suck it. It's an MMO that's that's scaled back in some areas. And sadly, not the areas where it should be scaled back. But that's another story. I'm really still enjoying it. Uh, I actually had my cousin get into the on the hype train. And he's loving it. Uh, my brother might turn around. He was asking me about Elder Scrolls Online. I was like, oh. Okay. And then, uh... And I got uh, an old friend, an old clanmate. He just picked up an Xbox One and Destiny just so he could play with me. I'm like, damn, that's dedication. Sometimes you get good clanmates like that. They're like, I'm committed to the cause. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's shallow in a lot of aspects. But there is a lot, of, a lot of replay value. But you have to have friends. That's the best part about it. Um, so this week right now is Iron... Iron Banner, I like to call it Iron Banana. It's a PvP event where you play uh, Control. It's basically Domination or King of the Hill. We have to hold points and then keep the enemy from taking them back. And it's three points per map. So there's usually, you know, you have one that's close to your base. The one that's the kind of, uh, you know, bacon in the middle, right? And then the one in the enemy base. So, so there's different strategies that people just... Sometimes people just go all on the first capture point and get everybody gets scores in the team. So it's kind of like a multiplier off the bat. So then you have two or three people that rush the enemy spawn to catch them off guard. Or they rush the middle one to kind of camp that out and wait for people, for the enemy to try to capture it. You know, lots of different things that happen there. So, but the thing about Iron Banner that's interesting, what they do, now, what they do in PvP, PvP is called Crucible. And in regular Crucible... The level advantages and the gear advantages are removed. So everybody's on a level playing field. All the weapons do the same damage. All, all the, the armor has the same defense. You know. And all you really have... Skill, it's, all, it's all about skill, right? Except that the perks of your, of your weapons and your gear, overall, overall gear, still count. So let's say you have a gun that... Let's say you have a, a, a shotgun... That has increased range, and you could be you could fire it in full in full auto. Then now still work. <laughs> now an Iron Banner level advantages are enabled. So if I, let's say, and I, I I dragged my poor friend into it just to see what happened. He's like level twenty, and he goes into it, and most of the people in there are like level thirty to thirty four. Most people are really maxed out usually, or at least thirty two and higher. And and everybody that he was attacking appeared as question marks because they're so high level that they don't, the, re the level doesn't even register for him. It's basically like don't even try to fight this person because you can't hurt them. So there's hard there's hard um, challenge levels in the game. So if like you're four if there's a four level deficit, the person that's behind pretty much can't touch you unless you're an NPC. NPCs can always hurt you because they're magical, like ponies or unicorns. <laughs> hey, you got hard light. That's a great weapon. Being a hat's playing Destiny right now. 
I could do that, but then I wouldn't be able to formulate sentences, so I won't do that. Plus, I value our time together, Obi, and, <laughs> and viewers and listeners. Obi's playing t- Train Simulator. No, I'm not. If I was playing Train Simulator, I wouldn't even be talking to you. Okay. <laughs> I don't play games anymore while I'm just trying to, because I, I, I can't even think straight enough to freaking talk straight, let alone trying to play a game and then talk, too. The stream's not frozen. We have pictures up there. By the way, hi, hi Cathartin. We haven't seen you in a while, but brother. You can't see me waving at you, dude? I don't know. It must be your internet or something, man. Hey, must be your internet. No, nah, that's probably Twitch being funky monkey. The video free. That's the thing. There is no video today. I mean, it's just a. We don't even. We don't have anything. Oh, you, you don't have a webcam, do you? No. So you said you wave. Oh, you trolled them. <laughs> Karth is so weird. You guys see that? But one thing I would recommend, if you're starting off the show, let's show this show. If you're starting off the game, um, it's really great. It's really easy to fall in love with the first character. I still love my warlock, and she'll, and she's definitely my main. I'm loving my hunter for sure, but my warlock is Bay. That's totally my flavor of style. Like, and warlock is just so versatile. They have survivability. They could do melee. They could nuke. They have mobility, and it's like, ooh, you know, titans are tanky, but they're not really sexy. They're very, there's a high utility with titans, you know. And hunters have high mobility, the highest mobility, they, and they have stealth. But stealth is kind of whack in the game. Um, I guess it's kind of cool if someone's not really paying attention. Uh, it's like a heroes of the storm effect. And they could also... One thing I like about the Hunter is that they could do this thing, the Blade Dance, and just freaking take out an entire team by f- going around, flim- f- like, flinging their freaking energy so- blade and just going vroom, vroom, vroom. It's not like a lightsaber. It's crazy. I- I- I've demolished, like, you know, eight people, you know, defending a Capiata area like that, just going around and flying and hitting them with my sword. It's very satisfying. But still, Warlock is Bay. I would recommend, though, if you're getting into a game for the first time, at least have two different characters and try to get them to level 20 as soon as possible. Because the game really opens up at level 20, and that's when experience stops being very relevant. Because you can no longer get... Experience no longer levels up your character, but it'll level up your weapons. Your, your, gear, your overall gear, so your armor and, and your weapons. And what it also does for you, when you hit level 20, a lot of things unlock, and now better gear starts dropping and the gear is how you start leveling up because the gear had gear has light levels and light is how you fight the darkness kind of cheesy but it's kind of neat too and uh you know you get a light light uh, light plus five is kind of basic light plus fif- 15 16 ish is, is good uh it's solid uh light plus you know 26 is ideal if you want to start doing some higher level stuff but if you really want to do like the end games st- the what I was answering a question. This is it. Do we play? Do we play hot? Do we play hot? Nope, never played that before. Yeah, we sat at the alpha. We we Blizzard invited us to alpha. We were like, no, no hots for us. That game is just want, too we good. Don't want that we don't want that crap. Ah, <laughs> uh, Zeratol and Nova. I'm not playing that shit. We're like, if we haven't made it, back, if we haven't made it completely obvious that we're like Blizzard fanboys and we and like fam and fans of MOBAs, then we're doing our job wrong. Nope. I mean, we love all games, period. But 
Like that's one thing we always come back to. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> oh it's, yeah, it's good because it's way better than League of Legends. League of Legends has herpes. Oh, they do. Now PvP. Another thing I would say is that like, sometimes it's very tempting to like increase your tough, like max out your toughness. I'm finding the speed and battle recovery recovery are way better. Because if people can one-hit you, they're going to one-hit you. But if you can get away from a, a fight, but recover your, your, your energy and, sh- and your shield, and then you have that mobility, that speed of recover- battle recovery is way better, and you can turn the battle around. Uh, positioning is so huge, peeking around corners and stuff. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I've actually impressed myself. I'm actually keeping up with these young kids that have a lot of disposable time. All right. <laughs> Damn it! Now I want to get an Xbox. Thanks a lot, you. <laughs> it's fun, man. Oh man, the day you get it, it will will. Oh, you, I'm telling you, we'll just spend all day in PvP. I have, most of my friends right, that play, so they I'll just strictly my, PvE. I'll put my Xbox 360 on on eBay or somewhere. Maybe try to get a couple hundred bucks out or hundred bucks out of it anyway, and then uh, try to put it towards a uh, Xbox One. Because I mean, I I, I do want to play. It. Why? Because I'm getting rid of an Xbox 360. Well, it's either keep the 360 and play with that, and go get it, you know, get capture card and all that other shit, and do it, start doing that. But like everybody's on Xbox One, so it's like, why would I even? Yeah, play? I know. That's true. I mean, I, I I I I'd be tempted to get it on 360 just to see what it's like on there. Well, like, um, there's things that we're gonna like, um. I don't want to say too much because I don't want him to be mad at me, but there's things like me and Fatal are going to do here near the end of the year. So, you, I think you know what it is, but we're going to be getting the game and actually recreating stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, what? Keep going. I get what you're throwing at me. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of people pissed off in the game because most of my friends that play were like day one people some of them were involved in the beta and a lot of them are still grinding away and hoping for this epic loot to drop in my third week in the game on the same day I got a Gallahorn and a Vex Mytho class which are some of the best exotics well, you can get off at you. oh yeah well what's even oh. better my very first raid I got the Vex my very first prison of elders I got the Gallahorn and they, and they thought I was joking. Then they inspected me like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> Dude, people grind. People grind for that. Those weapons for, I mean, for for months. And you got it on your first try. I bet you were everything, everything but a nice guy then. Yeah, there was some bitterness. Uh, the RNG gods are definitely in my favor. I feel like. You, you either have good luck with RNG. I think they can handpicks players, and there's no trading, so the only way you can do it is grinding out and knowing what to grind. Mm. You know, it's the difference between a short grind or a long grind. See, the thing is with me is I think I'll I'll actually yeah, cause I I can try to get it, but it. I mean, everybody knows I'm like you, man. I I don't have I don't have the the money to do it. I wish I could. I mean, I w- I would actually uh, try to get some money together. But I just, yeah. Uh, and if I bought an Xbox 360, my wife would go, really? Really? Are you serious right now? So it's like, 
I would totally, I would totally start up a fund and put some money towards it if Comcast wasn't sucking my soul. No, dude, no. no. <laughs> um, I might do something like that, uh, but I want to start streaming again. You know, I want to start doing my three days a week and stream actually streaming, because then you know people know that I'm serious with it. But yeah, I, I would get it and play with you, because I'd right now, <laughs> like with the, the the farm sim and the farming community cluster. What's up, man? Um, with all that, I mean, I'm, I've got my, 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 you know, my, my time full, uh, right now I'm currently trying to get it to where, uh, he, uh, I'm hopefully he's going to be coming on the Sunday dose here soon, uh, as a guest when we're, um, no cams are not stuck. Um, but as a guest for, uh, the Sunday dose during sim month, which sim month is going to probably be in, uh, in August. So, um, because I don't want to really want to do Sim Month in July because there's three shows in July. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then luckily, the next pay-per-view on and, you know, WWE Network is in between shows, so that's awesome. <laughs> Me and Fatal usually kind of sit there and watch it and laugh at people when they get hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Uh. Yeah, I, I would definitely get it, and I, you know, you could run me through some stuff, but it's just that time. It's just that, you know, we got a. We just bought our son, you know, for his birthday. We got him one of those Hot Wheels things, and uh, I took the uh, the restrictor screw out of it. <laughs> so bitch holes ass. Oh my god! <laughs> He's, it's like a Doom buggy. It's like a Doom buggy. It's called a Dune Racer. Yeah, it's, it's I think from Walmart actually. Um, but it's it's a it's called a Dune Racer. And we put it all together, and we and then I charged the battery for you know the twenty four hours like it's supposed to in the beginning, and then he got out there and he's like, "Dad, it's so slow." I was like, "Just get used to it first. Well, he got used to it. I said, "All right, now try." I took the screw out, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, it's fast. I go fast, like, dude, <laughs> it's great." But I can, I can maybe, um, we'll see what Christmas brings. I mean, especially if I have money to put with it. Yeah, you know, I could say, you know, hey, baby, you know. Well, you actually want- would come in at a good time because, you know, Budgie keeps slapping their loyalists on the face. You know how they, you know, they went to PlayStation side with the exclusive, the time yeah. exclusive stuff. Even though Microsoft fans, you know, Xbox fans on the ones they got them to where they're at because the Apple people did it. The few people that game on Apple computers and played Marathon didn't get them where they're at. Let's be honest. Um, right. But the, but it comes September. For 60 or 80 bucks, depending on which version you get, you'll get Destiny, all the expansions, and limited edition content. Damn. Well, it's it's something to me is like I just, I want to, I don't want to just get the box. I don't want to just get Xbox One and be like, all right, guys, I got it. But I have to wait a couple more months to get the game. I want to be able to. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be brutal. To get, the, to get the, the Xbox, I only need one controller. I don't need two. I guess what, get the controller that comes with the Xbox. Uh, one, and then basically get, you know, if I need to get a capture card, I can use, you know, Christmas money or whatever, because I, I don't know what it all has. And if I'm going to get a system like that... I stream safe from the Xbox. But if I'm going to get a PS4 or, you know, Xbox, which is going to be Xbox One, I want to be able to stream with it. So <clears throat> we start a, you know, a day stream, you know, we do a day stream during the week or something, and I don't have but two or three hours, I can jump on Xbox One and play for two or three hours. Because it's a lot easier than setting up your computer, doing this, setting up the game, doing all, you know, it's a lot easier than 
you know, be a PC, but PC mastery is for life, baby. Exactly. But, uh, oh, Cluster's a PS4 guy. We still love you anyway. (laughs) And I'll be asking for help, guys. Um, you know, when I get everything and I... And I'm sure you guys will be the first to know because you'll be like, "Yo, we got an Xbox One! Yay!" You know, he'll probably be cheering. His wife will come in and go, "What the hell are you doing? Oh, we got an Xbox One!" Well, actually, actually, one of my favorite Destiny streamers, who's part of the the gang, Cupcake Envy, she got an Xbox One and she already has a PS4. I think yes, another person converted to the bright side, the side of the light. Thank you. Nice, nice, nice. Um. But yeah, no, I'm gonna try to get one um, because I want to be able to have that that you know that quick stream accessibility to where if I wanted to, I could go play. I could go play on my 50 inch and stream from there, you know, with a laptop or something. But yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out, guys. I'll be on there soon. No worries. I just don't want to. I don't want to get the. I don't want to get the system and then like Destiny's old and nobody's playing it anymore. So it's like, okay. Because usually if you don't get it within the first six months, the game starts fizzing out. And then when I get it, it's like, okay, guys, Yogi, I'm ready to play. Well, we're not really playing Destiny anymore, you know? Then what the fuck did I get this system for? Mm. So, well, it's I, still I'm the... just for Destiny. I mean, yeah. you guys know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sports fanatic. Um, so I'd be playing, like, sports games and stuff like that. Um I don't know. We'll see what happens. I might get a a, a donator, and they might send me an ex, uh, you know, send me a box like they did you, Yogi. You never know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anything so, can happen, folks. Anything can happen. But what's next? Nightfall strikes. Yeah. So nightfall strikes are weekly strikes that are mm-hmm. insane. They have, you know how, remember Halo had the skulls with different modifiers, or Unreal Tournament had the mutators, where all kinds of weird stuff happens? Well, like, you might be in a, in a strike, it might be a strike you're familiar with, or a new strike, but then they'll modify it so that uh, enemies are angry. Like, the, the angry modifier means they won't flinch when you shoot them, they, you, so you can't stagger them. So you, you can unload on them, but they're still shoot, firing back at you, and they're still attacking you. They're like relentless, and it's pretty scary. Um, then there's like another modifier. There's modifiers like solar burn, arc burn, um, void burn, which make those elemental types do more damage. But it's a double-edged sword because enemies that have that do more damage, but if you have that, you do more damage. And it applies to your abilities and your weapons. So there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, there's another one called Juggler, where your primary weapon, whatever weapon you have equipped, no ammo will drop for that for as long as you have it equipped. So you have to keep juggling your weapons. It's crazy, right? Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, they, like, they, they have some really cool things in here. And it's like, man, we need more of this kind of stuff. Because it challenges you so the experience doesn't get stale. You know, like, I, I, I still see max level geared out players die to, like, random instances. You know, where... Uh, a boss mob spawns and they get overconfident and then they get freaking shotgun to the head. You know? <laughs> uh, so there's, there's, you know, there's always going to be something different. Like, right now, the max level is 34, but the max, uh, the max PvE event is thir- level 35. So you're always behind. 
So you're always going to be challenged. That's kind of what they're trying to do is make it so you always have to think strategically. That, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So I like that because Endgame isn't about being unstoppable. Like, I, 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 dude, I, went, I ran across on my main, uh, I'm level 33 and a half. I'm almost to level 34, but I need to get more light on my armor. I'm almost there. But today I had someone that was way too excited and rushed the treasure room on Prison of Elders. By the way, kids, don't do this. Before you go to the treasure room or open up a chest, make sure your entire raid party or, or, or fire team is there with you. Because when you open the chest, you start a timer. And then that person that nearby, because they died to a mob or, or, or they accidentally fell off a cliff or something, then they can't get to it in time. And then they just wasted two or three hours of their life. Thanks, Obama. Mm -hmm. But, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, the, the raids are great. Raids are, the raids are crazy. So, I got another question for you then. <clears throat> How's the, the toxicity in that game? I mean, is it like super like toxic, to like, like Counter-Strike would be? Or is it like, oh, hey, dude, good try. You know, try this next time. Is it more helpful than than basically calling somebody a scumbag, dirtbag, and everything under the sun, or is it you know kind of cool? I think overall, because it's a more tightly knit community, and if you just go to any Destiny channel, people are really excited about the game. They always like talking about it, like what gear dropped for them, what weapons they decided to reforge, what perks they got, and you know different stuff like that, right? So it's still uh, a happy community. For the most part, but you, you do occasionally run into people that you get the know-it-all types. That's, that kind of goes to any MMO where, like, they're, like, they're giving you unsolicited advice. Like, you really shouldn't use that gear for PvE. That's more for PvP. That, that's not how you gear out for this, this raid or this strike, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, but, like, they're not really trying to help you. They're just kind of being a know-it-all, and then they don't give you the next steps. Like, you know, there's people that don't understand. Like, I haven't been playing this game from the very beginning like you have. You know, and it's, and that's one thing that I say, I think is, it's, uh, it could be a very overwhelming experience for new players if you don't have someone that's, that plays the game and is willing to set the side of time, the time aside to do stuff with you. You know, like I have my, I have my, my you know, my cousin and my, and my friend, my clanmate, they, they don't have the expansions and I tell them to hold off on it because they can save money, but it's painful because playing Vanilla Destiny. Anytime I'm in, in some strike or raid or, you know, anything else that requires the expansion, they can't, they can't uh, get in there. They can't just jump in on me. And they feel left out. Not to mention it's a lot more of a grind if you're just playing vanilla because it's a crap ton of, of uh, upgrade materials that you need and a lot of dependence on uh, RNG. Whereas... With the full expansions to date, you know, Deep Below and uh, House of Wolves, if you don't get good drops, there's ways to mitigate that. You could uh, play more PvP and earn uh, reputation, earn marks, and then you could buy gear from vendors or upgrade materials from vendors. It's material exchanges. So a lot of times you'll end up with materials that you think are useless, and you may have a surplus, surplus of them, and then you could trade them for the things you really need. And that's kind of how they handle trading. So you can't trade with other people, but you can trade with the NPCs. And that's the kind of economy it has. And there's a little bit of crafting involved, too. So, there's, there's that. But, uh, 
yeah, I think, I think it's, you know, I know you, you're a huge fan of WoW, and, you know, the most uh, I've had uh, a raid take, or any kind of, you know, PvE event take, uh, maybe th three hours, but usually that's because there's, like, one or two people that don't communicate or just do whatever they want, you know, like, you have the really hyperactive teenager that, like, is just easily distracted, you know, and then you say, all right, did you get that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, they, you know how they, they get quiet for a second, you young kids? They're like, you didn't listen to a single thing I said, huh? And then they get quiet again. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 they did. Like, oh, okay. And then yeah. they died of something that you said, hey, watch your flank, and they, yeah, yep. I heard it, heard it, and then they died yep. of the flank. Yeah. Yep, uh, like, and in Crota's end, when you fight uh, Crota, if any person dies, he summons uh, uh, Oversoul, uh, Oversoul. And if you don't put out enough DPS to destroy the Oversoul within a small window of time, like maybe 20, 30 seconds, then everybody just dies and your, your entire team wipes. Because one person decided to be overzealous and go around trying to melee... Uh, bunch of high-level mobs. <laughs> yeah. Cluster, Cluster is a big fan of Destiny, it looks like. He says uh, he has Galahorn and Fatebringer Max. And one thing he likes is that if you have a weapon you love, you can keep upgrading it to be competitive with the new expansions. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that they did with the Etheric Light. Now, all the old weapons that you had, you know, or if you get drops that maybe are not considered the best right now, you could you could reforge them. You could uh, ascend them, so that they are the highest values for year one. So you're, it levels the playing field that way. So there's a lot of personal flavor now. Like not, it's not everybody running the same stuff. You'd like it, Obi? I bet I would. I just just gotta get get there. <laughs> Oh, Cluster said, why don't you have PS4? I don't have any friends that play Destiny. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have to get to know our friend. And you could tell her that that we sent her. We sent you. Cupcake. Cupcake Envy. She's part of the family. We love her. She streams Destiny. You got a, you got a few more points here for Destiny? Nah, that's it. Uh, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll keep reporting back, but uh, that's kind of my overview of where I'm at with it. Uh, mm -hmm. I did. Oh, I, another thing I did was Trials of Osiris, which is a three v three, like kind of survival tournament, where you have you can, you can win a maximum of like ten matches, and but if you lose three, you're out of out of the running for that weekend, or at least for that string of series so it's like an endurance thing but you keep attempting it over and over again you know what i mean but anyway the further you go along the better the loot you get but the thing about it is 3v3 elimination so if someone dies they die until a teammate resurrects them revives them it's like it, well, it, it's, a, it's a whole different dynamic because people start like um camping out the dead bodies of their enemies to see use them as bait and stuff and you kind of have to come to expect that so you have to find ways to like flank them or di distract them you know and it's neat it's really neat um but it's it's also nerve-wracking because sometimes you're just sitting there like i think they're around that corner yeah i think so too throw a grenade no no hit marker okay 
Let's wait for everything to to come off cooldown. And they come up behind you. No, this isn't. It's even worse because nothing happens. Like, I think they're coming behind us. Look, look, check, check, check the hallway behind us. There's no one there. Okay. Did you hear something? No, that was me. I was dancing. <laughs> it's just like. Then the next thing you know, like it'll say time is running out, and then they're like, ah, run right to the capture point, cause son of death. Guys, if you have any thought of your own thoughts to add on this uh, topic, you guys can leave us a voicemail at 206-415-4987, and we'll respond live. Uh, you guys, if you guys don't want to send us a voicemail, you guys can send us an email at, you can send it to yogizilla at geekyantics.net. There. Word. But moving on, Yancey's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of peeps that play on... Uh... PS4 that are part of our immediate family or our extended family. Mm. Well, we're going to jump right into it, guys, um, because we want to make sure that we get into the dust off here. Um, are we doing this one? Uh, yeah. Collins? This, yes. Actually, let's skip it. Yeah, because keep the time. No Collins today. We'll, we're going to be anything those Well, but, more in the channel, but yeah. Well, she says she's busy, right? I don't know. Oh, well, Mor guys, Morgana Freya, you could, you could, you could time in anytime you want. Mm -hmm. That sounds wrong. Okay, I didn't mean to. That sounded creepy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, we do want to let you know. Let's keep the uh, geeky antics and shenanigans going, guys. You guys can send us some tweets. Uh, you guys can tweet us pretty much any time uh, via Twitter at ob one x two at yogizilla at Janelle number five underscore no, no five, and of course, don't forget the at geeky antics. Um, as always, the best way to experience all our shenanigans and our geeky madness is via our main live chat hub here on Geeky Antics on Twitch. You guys can join uh, the gang official HQ, of course, as well. Geekyantics.net, where you can comment, share, and join us on the forums. We really love to hear and see what awesome geeks think. Yeah. Yo? Yeah. I mean... What do we what do we have on the site? What do we have on the site? You should check out. There's lots of things. I don't even know where to start. I think the next thing I'm gonna help push forward. I know uh, I be loud. Uh, one of our new additions to the Geeky Antics family. Um, she's also the founder of Gods of Mayhem, main person to make things happen over there. Uh, she's putting together some stuff. She's also been helping us update our Facebook page, so check that out, uh, facebook.com for slash geekyantics. I'm going to work on some Destiny content, because uh, I'm really liking the responsiveness of that community. Um, very highly engaged, so I, I like that a lot. Um, the I, I'd like to do a Smite Xbox One review, because we also have some keys to give away from Hi-Res Studios, so thank you for that, Hi-Res. Uh, we just published the Heroes of the Storm piece from, uh, Craft, from Heroes of, Heroes of the Storm buildguide.com. That's a mouthful. Uh, lots of stuff. Uh, I don't even know where to start. So, yeah. Stuff is coming. Make sure you check as often as possible. Uh, subscribe to our mailing list, because we'll, uh, be send, we'll, I'm going to try to send out stuff, newsletters weekly, uh, with, like, you know, deals discounts, you know, promotions, news bits, I events, community events, you know, stuff, stuff, different stuff like that. It's going to be fun. Maybe there'll be, maybe there'll, maybe there'll be giveaways, you know. 
or a code to something. And the first person that, you know, redeems the code will be able to get it, you know? So we might do stuff like that, little Easter eggs. You never know. You gotta be in it to win it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, but last, last but not least, guys, like I said before, you guys can voicemail us or send us an email. That voicemail number again is one two zero six four one five four nine eight seven two zero six four one five four nine eight seven. Remember, guys, we are really we're really going worldwide. So um, uh, make sure that you guys actually know if you guys are out of the U.S. It's the U.S. based number, folks. So if you don't want to do that, you guys can send us an email as well at mail at geekyantics.net. Um, and, of course, we'll respond to each of those in the prospective shows. So um, we don't have any Salty Dogs of the Week tonight. Um, we're going to get into a quick feature and then... I mean, I can come up with one if you want me to. <laughs> nope. We're going to get into a quick feature, guys, and then right into the dust-off because I want to make sure that we have time. We're still really good on time right now. Um but I want to make sure that we have that time to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the feature for today for, for this show, games that you might have missed, that you may have missed, or and should be ashamed about if you missed them. As always, guys, as always, hear people talk about games like Final Fantasy VII and The Last of Us, The Enchanted Uncharted 2 as a must-play experience. Or, or a greatest of all time <clears throat> games, but so many great games are really unnoticed once you think about it because usually the games that we're playing are the games that are mostly hyped up, that do the commercials, do the, the ads on the internet, do everything. But the games that are not done like that, a lot of people are missing them. A lot of people are letting them roll over. So I know Yogi has quite a few picks. I don't have any picks for this because I really didn't have any sleepers. But he's got a lot of good ones. Yogi, what are your your little your sleeper picks that people might have missed and should be ashamed of? Oh, you don't have any at all? Like a game that no that maybe no one's heard of that you think mm-hmm. that you think most most people you know don't know of, you know? I'm sure you got one. Yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> well okay. where where do I start? Because I there's current day stuff, and then there's more retro type stuff. I'll start more currently because uh, there's, there's a sale on the game right now. If you're listening live, oh, that's a good one. Cost of like Star Ocean, yeah, that's one that a lot of people missed out on, and it was kind of overshadowed over the years by Final Fantasy series. So yeah, Star Ocean is a very good one. Um, one of the most recent ones that I would recommend that I think people missed, and I think it's a, it's absolutely a gem. It's called Valdez Story, Abyssal City. And I know that people throw out this term a lot, but it is a Metroidvania, Metroidvania game. And it's very much that. It's a lot of backtracking. It's, uh, you know, one continuous kind of world. Uh, and it's epic boss battles. And um, you even level up. And it's, it's, it's great. And it's sprite-based graphics. So, just, you know, those kind of graphics hold up well. Um, you know, the 3D polygonal type stuff. You know, it's just the age after a while. You know, you go back to old 3D stuff, and it's like, look, you see all the jaggies, you're like, oh, goodness. How did I ever play this, you know? Because mm-hmm. we're so spoiled now. 
But uh, Valdez stories are so good, and I think I might be playing this for this Retro Friday. I think it's still on sale on HumbleBundle.com for the weekly sale. I snagged a bundle uh, so I could give the game away to a lucky winner. So I might be doing that during Retro Friday. I'll be right here on the live show. We'll see. Uh, details probably will be on Twitter. But uh, like most of the time, I just end up doing it through the website. So more people, more, more people have a chance to participate. But it might be a live thing. We'll see what happens. But it's, it, either way, for five bucks, you can own this game and a ton of, of other games. You know, you can pay more, but you know, five bucks minimum, you, and you'll get that. Um, so now more retro, kind of going back chronologically from most recent to older. Uh, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. You ever play this, Obi? Um, <clears throat> I think so, but not very much. This was the game where the mechanic was that you were... It was kind of like God of War, where you're kind of rejected by your own your own kind, sort of, kind of. Yeah. You know? And then you seek kind of vengeance against them. So you're... I don't want to spoil too much of it, but you're going up against vampires... And you are like a, a soul reaver. And the way that works is when you collect enough souls, you're kind of like a reaper, basically. Collect enough souls, you, you, you know, become a, your full, your true version. Now, there, is, uh, uh, there are some things that are annoying about the game. If you take too much damage, you go to a kind of astral plane, like a, a spiritual plane. And you fight there, and then like demons and ghouls and ghosts come out. And then you have to collect the souls, enough souls to come back to the physical plane. Um, oh, ba- Batman knows what's up. That game was the shit, see? Someone knows. Uh, and then actually, Soul Reaver is part of a whole series of games. Like, Legacy of, game, of Kane series is, is a series I want to go back to so bad. Um, actually, gosh, one of our like, latest lucky winners on Geeky Antics won the Eidos Anthology. Which included Legacy of Kane games, the, you know, Kroonie Soul Reaver games, um, Tomb Raider series, Hitman, Deus Ex, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, amazing. And I, that's a series that I would like to go back to from the very beginning and play through. Because they're not all connected, like, directly. But it's just, it, there's a lot of cool things there. And it's just, I just love that word, you know, vampires and demons. and I think, like, Legacy of Kane is God of War, but with a little more plot, and I feel personally more invested in the characters. Where God of, God of War is cool, but God of War always felt like it was just like a Michael Bay production, where it's just like, I'm going to rip, rip off this guy's arm and smash him in the head with it, and then screw a hooker while doing that. And like it was just so over the top and just visceral. It's like, okay, I mean, cool. It's a nice roller coaster ride, but <laughs> I don't know. I won't. I won't go there. Um, I do have a couple that I could like name out there. Um, now this is for me, like you know, because I don't really see many people playing it anymore, or just not. They weren't playing it in general, and I want to just put it out there. Um, I think really uh, one of the few games that was really overlooked to me um, because of what they didn't have in it yet. But Space Engineers is one of those one of those games, and you guys know I play Space Engineers, but it's something to where it's like 
there was no hype whatsoever. Like it came out and it's like there was really nothing like you could build your space station, you could build your ship, but what else is there to do after that? It's really nothing. Now that they got all these extra stuff that you can do in it and do missions and you know, you're it's it's basically like Minecraft but in this in this in the in the space. So it's it's just basically what you want to do and how you want to do it, but I really think that's a game that was really overlooked. Um yeah, I'm just now finding people that are just now getting it and saying, "Oh my God, that game's fantastic!" You know, fantastic. Yeah, but it's been out for over a year, so I mean, it's something that really is, um, um, really is not being seen much anymore. Um, another one, and this is a game that, because uh, I'm Batman. How you doing, man? Um, but it's another game that I've actually been been playing a little bit more, and this is kind of in my dust off as well. But it's it's um, uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon uh, Phantoms, Ooh. and we used to play that a lot. Like all of us, like we'd get on there, even though the game has been out for a while. <clears throat> like it just it kind of got looked over because Tom Clancy was putting out Division Siege, that he was putting all these other games out, and that's what everybody wants. So yeah. like they went straight from. You know, Ghost Recon Phantoms playing it for a month, and then all of a sudden it's done. Like, really? Are we not playing this no more? Oh no, the other ones are out now. <laughs> hey, did we? Did we just start this game? The hot well, newness. Yeah, but the other ones are the other ones are better. Okay, well, okay. Don't ask me to get a game no more if you're not gonna play it. Because <laughs> I mean, we even made it. We even started making videos with with Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon uh, Phantoms. We we started doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, uh, the last one for me, and this is just kind of because it's on my on my Steam, and it's just it's not being played much anymore, just because of some people say graphics, some people say, "Oh my God, it glitches too much." But uh, Warframe is one of those games. Uh, I would say, from watching the gameplay with Destiny and then watching Warframe. Um, or playing Warframe, it's kind of like the same concept where you got to grind. You have to go kill all these enemies and then get to the, you know, just to to push into another, you know, to do this objective, then push on into the map, and it's kind of like you know the same concept, but nobody plays it anymore. Yeah, it's like I jumped on there the other day, and I've got forty, fifty people that play Warframe that have the game, and I've ne- I've never I never see anybody on it. I may I maybe see one or two, and that's like people that that have played it in the last few days. So it's just those kind of games like that. I wish they were a little bit better, um, but for the fact that they're not, I guess, exciting anymore. They're not really doing any updates. And um, Warframe is cool. I, I really like it a lot. It's just you you know to turn your settings up and actually to see how it actually is. You actually. You might need to have a some, little bit of graphics. <laughs> and uh, and the Xbox One and the Xbox One it runs really well, mm-hmm. smooth as hell and, and it looks sharp. Isn't it cross platform too? I'm not sure. I know that's something they want to implement. Not once Windows 10 is official, but I don't think it is. Windows 10 is fixing a lot of things, dude. Holy crap! Yeah, they're looking at. The they're saying. Like, I was looking at some forums for Windows 10, and they're changing a lot. Like, Windows 10 is fixing so much crap right now. Um, it's just, they're, you know, the things that you couldn't do because you had Windows 8 or 8.1, 
and now Windows 10, like with everything with with your Google account and your phone, I mean, you could do a whole bunch of shit now. That's mm-hmm. just awesome. Um, well, and, yeah. you know, and, the, and also the the DirectX, the, you know, the, there's actually been developers talking about it saying DirectX is what we always wanted. This actually allows us to to you know be creative without any boundaries, like. Supposedly, it, it enhances performance and it's easier to develop with and develop for and all that kind of stuff. So, Darksiders is another one that is kind of actually it was Darksiders two that really didn't get a lot of hype. Uh, oh yeah, that I that I thought was um, when I was playing it at my buddy's house is just amazing and why it didn't, you know, um, why it didn't catch on. I don't know. Um, it was from the guys from THQ, which was the basically the people that made the WWE games. Um, they broke off and you know everything else, but um, I thought it would get a lot would have gotten a lot more hype um, because of, like between Darksiders one and and any in in uh, and two like the amount of people that were playing one and not two. Was just to make like like they fucked up too, or they did something to where people did not want to play it anymore. I mean, it just it fizzled out so fast. Yeah, THQ mismanaged a lot of their projects. They had, you know, they had a lot of games that were critical darlings, but they weren't commercial commercial successes, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. But they also misappropriated some funds, and they had a lot of some good properties. There, it's a shame. Yeah. But they could have, they they could have, they could have, like you know, they could have done something a little. Yeah, the the misappropriation of funds uh, was probably their biggest mistake. But they should have put it out there to the point where they they did what they did for Darksiders One, because uh, if they would have done that, more people. I mean, they would still be playing right now. My in my my opinion, anyway. Yeah, that, Darksiders reminded me of a more mature kind of Zelda, and it yeah mixed in with a little like. Devil may cry for, for for that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. But uh, I I have to play those games from through their entirety. But I did well enough for them to make a Darksiders two, so that's encouraging. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is Darksiders one. That's what made Darksiders two, and then basically people are like, ah, eh, it's the same thing. It's gonna do something else. I'm gonna go play something else. <laughs> ah, we gamers are insatiable. You ain't lying. So yeah, those are good. Those are good picks. And actually, uh, Darksiders is one that we hear a lot of from the community uh, over allgames.com and geekyanswers.net. Uh, Subterranea is another one that uh, I know Beard and Hat would get excited about, and uh, I played that for Retro Friday, and that, that's definitely a gem. It's a game that, for its time, it, it was a, a the game mechanics were kind of unusual because it was objective driven like it wasn't the typical kind of linear level design it was more open exploration and you had objectives within those little worlds and little boss fights and stuff really cool like a lot of cool things in that game and subterranean will definitely like if if you don't like puzzle solving and you easily get frustrated frustrated uh Expects to rage a lot with this game. 
but it, it, it was definitely a, a hidden gem on the Sega Genesis or the Mega Drive, depending where you're at. Right. The Windows 10 hype right now is actually bigger than the hype was for Windows 7 from Vista. Um, there's more that's going to be done. People that are on, you know, that primarily use the Google services or the the the, um, the Apple stuff um, are going to be really, really fucking happy um, because everything's going to come through and actually come through like it's supposed to. Uh, everything's going to tie together like it's supposed to. The new DirectX is going to be freaking sweet. Was it is like DirectX 13? Yeah, I can't believe we're right. up to that already. I thought it was I thought it was 12 because like maybe it is 12. Um, for the, the longest, it was like this is direct eleven, in. right? It, but the new direct is supposed to tie in with everything, and it's just it's just it's supposed to make your whole experience just better. If you couldn't do something in the past with Windows eight, you can. do It, it is twelve, it. yeah. Yeah, if you couldn't do it, it's. I mean, you get with Windows ten. It's just so badass, and I got my free cop copy coming too, so. Go. Yeah, it's funny with DirectX eleven. It was like. You started seeing all these stickers for video card. This is DirectX 11 capable, ready, blah, blah, blah. And just that it didn't really do that much to, you know, this, this is the thing I, I want to say in general. I think we're kind of past the point with gaming tech, maybe tech as a whole, definitely with gaming, I was to say. It's not the the tech is not gonna make huge strides right now, for, for a little for a little while. It hasn't been like and it's been like that for a while because, you know, I remember when we went when the first Voodoo cards came out, like the 3D FX video cards came out, and they took the load off the hardware and created software emulated 3D that actually improved performance but also made it look beautiful. Actually. It actually gave you the ability to be, do either more software emulation or put the load completely on the card. So when you, if you had a system that wasn't didn't have the best processor, maybe had a lot of bottlenecks, but you had a decent enough video card, you know, a, a Voodoo card, right? You put you put pop it in there. All of a sudden, all the 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 Glide games, the 3D effects games, uh, you know, the OpenGL games played way better, and it was just brilliant. But it was a framework, you know, the software that took advantage of that hardware better. And then games started, the game developers started taking advantage of that framework. And it was like, Unreal was born. I still go back to Unreal and say, man, this was a beautiful game. That it still is. But I remember when, when Unreal first came out, I was like, holy shit, how is this running on my computer? Like, it just blew my mind. Now I don't feel that with anything. It's just like, oh, this is like a little shinier. It's a few... You know, a few more chest hairs. You know, I, I could kind of see some pores on the person's face. You know, I think we're kind of past that point where the technology is about one up, one upping things. It's more about what can we do to create new experiences and and and, and you know improve the scope in other areas. You know, add more depth in other areas. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do what you mean. I mean, sir. It's so quiet in your background. You have like no background noise. The only thing I heard earlier right, was your do you dog. Want, do, you want, do you want me to background noise? I can if you want. I, I heard. I, I heard. Uh, Sadie. Uh, is it Sadie or Shady? I was. I was messing up. Sadie. It is Sadie. Okay. I heard her. Satan. I I heard her like shaking her head. I can't even do the sound. Like, 
You know, it's like the flappy, the flappy side to flap, the flappy side to side, the flappy side to side. <laughs> I don't even know, but uh, yeah. So back to back, back to some uh, little known gems, game, some games you may have missed. I should probably check out. I'm a huge fan of Dreamcast, and one of my favorite games on that on that system. And it wasn't Crazy Taxi, though that's a great game. It's Ill Bleed. I just love the concept of this game. It's a horror game that doesn't take itself seriously. It's kind of campy, but it's still kind of creepy and, and, and intense. I don't know how they pulled it off. Like, this clear humor. There's a lot of obvious tongue-in-cheek type, type of things, and it's very campy, the story that they tell. It's almost episodic, and it has self-contained stories like you would expect from, like, a... Uh, a Tales from the Crypt type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then it's, uh, it has, I don't know, it's just so cool. Like, they, ha- they have the mechanics in the game. It, but basically, the whole thing is you have to try to search around and use your tools to avoid being scared. So you can find potential threats before they jump at you. Right? Right. And you have a heart meter in the game. So if you just try to run around all willy-nilly, they'll try to do the puzzle solve, you try to fi- figure things out and be ready, prepare yourself for things, you're going to be screwed over. Then there's chase sequences that start off when you you know, encounter certain kind of enemies, and the only way you can get away is if you uh, get to the extraction zone and a helicopter takes you away, which doesn't make sense because sometimes you're indoors, it's like, how did a helicopter get in here? But it's, you know, it's just neat the way they did all these weird different things. Uh, and they have like little mini-games and stuff, it's just... It's cool. Uh, I really want. That's another game I want to go back to. And then they have epic boss battles, uh, and it's just good time. Always come back to epic boss battles, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one I'm going to mention today, and we'll probably come back to this. It'll probably be a recurring theme. There's a lot of games that people miss miss out on because you know the big studios shove other crap down our throats, and we and we fall for it. Uh, this game's called Elijah Dragoon. I hope I'm saying it right. But it's a Sega Genesis game where you, uh, it's a shooter. You're like a sorceress that, that shoots like lightning bolts, lightning, fi- lightning balls, and they chain out. So if you just hold on the button, they just keep shooting you out and they auto aim at, at the targets. So your whole, the only thing you have to really worry about is watching your charge so you don't run out of magic. And also uh, protecting your pets because your pets help, help protect you and clear minions, uh, enemies. And uh, and also dodging the bullet hell that's coming your way because that's what it is. It's a shmup, but you're on foot, and you gotta like try to dodge all the the enemy attacks coming your way. And it, it, I I had a lot of fun with this. Another very rage-inducing game, but the, again, epic boss battles. There's a theme here tonight. You know, when I say epic boss battles, like we kind of have to figure out the triggers and the patterns of a boss so you could more effectively approach certain situations and I just kind of get lucky kind of like a raid good times so those are my recommendations you have any more Obi? no I don't <clears throat> do you guys have your any, any thoughts to add you of course on this topic you guys can leave us a voicemail again 206-415-4987 or leave us a, uh, an email mail at geekyantics.net and we'll respond live to the, the next show we do None other guys, the last, uh, we're going to move right into our last topic of the day uh, of the show. And we are going to do it, guys. Hashtag dust off. Here we go. The dust off. 
Except no substitutes. I dust off. We've been gaming hard, so let's catch up on some latest gaming obsessions, wish lists, and playlists that we've actually been playing on. What are your latest obsessions and games we've dusted off lately, Yogi? You starting with me? Oh, goodness. Um, so, Fallout Shelter, I think I mentioned it before, it's free on iOS devices. It's uh, Tiny Tower... Meets Fallout, meets The Sims, and it's neat because you could uh, play hookup and have your little your little people fall in love and have babies, and you can increase your colony that way. And it, you know, part of it is resource management, another part of it is people management, figuring out where people are the happiest, like what are they best at and what do they actually enjoy enjoy. Which it is always the same thing. Usually it is, but sometimes you have to like find that nice overlap where it's like, I'm enjoying this work, and I'm actually good at this. And, uh, you know, happy people doing jobs that they're good at makes your different rooms productive, and productive rooms create more resources. So, like, yeah, you could create electricity, water, um, what else is there? Food, obviously. Uh, You could have a radio station, send out its shows to kind of attract new dwellers um you can have a gym a weight room oh there's a ton of stuff and a lot of things unlocked there's different chat daily challenges it's a neat game there's a lot of depth in there i haven't been playing as much lately because the game keeps crashing for whatever reason so, you know it's only like one or two games that do that on the eye poop it just poops out for no reason that's eye poop for you the flawless operating system that never crashes and never has bugs I guess I'm imagining that it keeps crashing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I, I've been playing Farming Simulator a little bit. Well, actually, I played more last week. This week, not so much. So Farming Simulator 15 on Xbox One. That's cool. I see what you're into it. It's really relaxing just going around on your, ter- on your tractor and chilling out. When I actually, like I said, I actually joined a community with that, too. So, like, they have, like, a map out right now. It's, like... Four different or six different farms. Damn. And then once you join the community, and once you like, I subscribed. And once you join the community, it actually they actually say, "Hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to work on a farm? Do you want to work animals? Do you want to work, you know, you know, uh, you know the the you know the strawberries, potatoes, all that other stuff, or tomatoes or whatever in the greenhouses, or you know, what do you want to do?" And um, usually then if there's somebody that's not working that field or working that farm, then they'll say, all right, why don't you go to purple or why don't you go to red and start working that farm? You know, it's, it's really cool once we get everybody involved and we get like 15, 20 people on there. and It's freaking awesome. Hmm. So, yeah, I think... I, so yeah, it's a um, cooperative farm. Wait, yeah. wait. How many people can you have one, in one server at a time? a dedicated server, man. It's a 24-7 server. But... What's the max you can have? How many people can you have in the server at one time? 16. It's not bad. 16 to 32, I believe. But um, it's Hmm. something to where if I knew how to do this thing, if I knew how to actually, you know, do the the setup and all that other stuff on the server, um, I would actually get my own. I mean, it's that good. I mean, I love it. 
Yeah, I tried to do the multiplayer on the, on the console, and it wasn't... The multiplayer on console, I heard, was really, really bad. Yeah. Well, I couldn't tell you for sure, except I could tell you the matchmaking was terrible. I couldn't find a server that would find me, that I could, I could go into. Most of it was I didn't have the the all the DLC. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be doing um <clears throat> I had I, I got the DLCs to play on that on the community server and um <clears throat> there's a lot of DLCs that uh, I'll probably show off here in the next uh, few weeks. Maybe do a video per you know, do the whole J C the J C B line or, you know, something like that or all the new all the new uh New Hollands or, you know, something of that as of that effect. So Oh, you said New Holland. I have a New Holland uh it's like a factory right up the street from me. It's weird. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a New Holland uh, in Augusta. I think it's on the outskirts, isn't it, of Augusta? Yeah, I'm I'm more in the sticks now. All right. I was more towards the city, but now I'm like the yuck city. <laughs> you got any more? Um, I think I mean I think we missed a lot of these uh, last time. Mm-hmm. The again, uh, I still have to try out the Scara, the Blade Remains um, on Steam. I, that's, it, that's another game that has a very tightly knit community, and it's like a Rima style combat, but uh, with like high fantasy type, you know, characters. You know, it's interesting. You gotta, you gotta look, I can't even. I, I'm not doing it justice, but if you look at it on Steam, you know, there's a lot of depth there. And, and good concepts there. Uh, from what, but from what I hear, not that many people know about it because they don't have the marketing muscle. But the few people that do play it love it. So check it out. Yeah. If, if it looks interesting, spread the word. Right. Tiger, I, I, I imagine there's communities for every simulator game, but mostly communities are made for like multiplayer sims. Um, just because like you can't, I can't get a car, the car simulator 2015, and get a like a dedicated server and have more than one person play. Um, it's like for the multiplayer, like Skyline City or Sky Skyline or whatever it is. I think it's multiplayer if you did it right. The uh, the the farm sim, the construction sim, <clears throat> anything's like that. Uh, but most of them are made for if you have a community of something. Uh, it's done by one person, and it's basically because it's multiplayer, so other people can play with them. Yeah, yeah, you know it, that would be kind of neat seeing multiplayer on, on car mechanics simulator. I can it would see be it nice because it, it would be it would be nice to have an extra person in there. Yeah, like you know, in a, in a good car, shop, you have multiple car, mechanics working car or something. Mechanic doesn't have multiplayer in it. Two players fixing it. Yeah, that, I mean that happens IRL. Well, in a good car mechanic. Well, and I, I sent I sent emails to these guys already uh, that made the car mechanic, and I, I said, you know, if you guys do this, this, and this, I can probably, you know, I can get a whole bunch of people to buy it because they'll play because, you know, they'll play with me or they'll play with other people. But if they actually do something to where they do an XP-based um, car mechanic simulator, like once you're, if you're, if you're in like a, the, the, the initial um, shop, where you have just yourself and you start working on small engines. I've said this before. And then as you progress, like as you get to like the car engines and truck, you know, smaller truck engines, you can hire one person. And then as you get to, 
you know, the bigger motors and all the way into like the, you know, a big diesel train engine or something like that. Then you can have like multiple people working on it or, you know, and have, have progressive stages of first it's like lawnmowers and motorcycles and then it's cars and then it's, and then it's diesel and diesel trucks and stuff like that. Then maybe farm equipment or, you know, something like that would be really, really exciting and multiplayer would make it even better. Because then you could, you know, then you could start up those dedicated servers and say, all right, this is what we're doing. We got to do so many jobs in a day to break even, and then everybody gets paid. And I think it would be just awesome. That that's not pretty cool, actually. Um, I've learned more from car mechanic, learning the different pieces and what goes together than than I have ever like just looking at a car, like seriously, or watching my brother fix a car or something. Um. Because I know, like, you know, the the, the back end of a four-wheel drive, you know, it's going to have your drive shaft. It's going to have your axle, which is going to have, instead of just an axle, it's going to have two axles going into the main, you know, the main back axle. I mean, uh, or actually, they're, they're called drive axles, but still, you'd have, you know, that. And then I know, you know, the brakes go on or the, the not the how the brakes go on, but... Um, you know, this, the little in- intricate pieces. Now, it'd be really cool if they had, like, a, a sensor tester or something like that to where you could actually, uh, hey, the oxygen sensor is bad, but then you're getting into a lot more coding and a lot more other stuff. So it's really good how they did the game. I'm really pleased with it. The multiplayer would make it even better, my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, with the Forza series, the Forza series on Xbox, Oh, I the part I always got the most excited about is people tuning the cars and then like customizing them, doing paint jobs and body kits and all this stuff, and then putting them on the marketplace. And it's not just working on them on the tech side, but you also get to test drive them. You know, I would like to see like instead of just putting them on like a marketplace per se, you could actually bring your car to the auction to see how much like. You know, it'd be like the same, like somebody would bid, you know, if you have a brand new, um, you know, a, a newer Mustang, because that's what they have, uh, but a newer Mustang or a, or a Charger, um, and then you fix it all up, you put a cool paint job on it, you can put like, you know, you'll be able to put some classy wheels on it, and then just see how much it bid for, and that way you could make it multiplayer to say somebody really wants that car, you know, um, you know, little things like that that they could turn on with multiplayer and, and, and stuff like that. That'd be really awesome. Because And then just have more cars introduced. Like uh, here a little while ago, they introduced um, a few more cars and, and, and um, some of the updates, you know, an update that was uh, glitching people out and kicking them out of game and whatnot. But I think they did a good job on it. Multiplayer would have made it better. But uh, the game, uh, the game's really not that deep. Um like you couldn't go to like not go to car mechanic school because car mechanic school is you're learning everything about everything you're learning how much pressure that each piston pumps out you're learning you know where the sensors are at and you know what's it going to do if your oxygen sensor is bad you know what's it going to do if this is bad and it's a lot more that's a lot more precise precise pieces and uh, in in car mechanic 2015 it's more of a a general piece like you're gonna have the engine block. You're gonna have if it's a it's a V8 and it's a it's a carbureted motor. You're gonna have your rocker. You're gonna have your push pins. You're gonna have, you know, you're gonna have to take your your different head covers off. You're gonna take, 
you know, then you go underneath the car, take the, the, the oil pan off, then you go out and take the, the bolts off of the bottom of the, the crankshaft. Then you're going to have to lower, put the car back down, take the pistons out, and then put the car back up, take the crankshaft, take the, you know, take all this other stuff off, take the, the belt system off the car, you know, things like that. It's just, you know, some, most of the pieces are pretty much what you're going to see in a regular car, but a lot of the pieces are, like, they're, a lot of the things that they do in there are actually, you know, where you would take this piece off and then you have five more pieces come off that one piece, you just have to take off that one piece. Because they're just trying not to be that that mundane or that that uh, that picky about it. So, like I said, it's uh, I think they did a really good job with it. Yo? No, I, I watched you play a good bit of, about, of the game, and mm-hmm. I think it's cool to have it more macro than micro because... It's more important to understand the different components that make up the powertrain and the drivetrain and mm-hmm. the different relationships and dependencies between those different systems and parts, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, that's knowledge that, you know, most people don't have, and which right. is why they go to a mechanic and whatever the mechanic says is like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. You, you want to save face, so you're like, yeah, yeah, so you're saying that the, the drive, the, the clock sp- Spring is affecting my uh, my my gas intake and the uh, the the alternator relay uh, per- percolator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, yeah. Did <laughs> your head just explode? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that 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 airplane simulator mechanic simulator would be something that they would put in the end game. Uh, for like the bigger motors, like you see, you know, the big rock trucks that you see that have those giant, you know, the t- the wheels are taller than a six foot human being kind of thing, and then you have plane engines and you have, you know, all that. That would be near the end of the, you know, the end content where you would say, okay, I have five workers and I have this, this, and this. I have my paint shop. I have everything I need to do. My garage is expanded. Now we can bring start bringing airplane engines in and just fix the engine. So you'd have Instead of, um, like, the airplane in your garage, you'd have the engine on an on a, on a engine dolly that you'd have to rebuild or you'd have to do something. Yet. That'd be awesome, too. I really do. Um, real quick, I'll, I'll go through some of the, the dust-offs for mine. I've been playing a few new games this week. Uh, we have been getting back into GTA V, um, and that's, that's GTA V coming from, uh, you know, the community that I just joined. Um, we've been playing, uh, quite a bit of train simulator lately, uh, just because usually people aren't on and I'm just, I want to do something that, you know, a jam out. I'm not streaming really. Um, been playing a little bit of construction simulator as well, which <laughs> I'm a simulator guy. So if you guys ever watch that, it's basically construction. You're, you're building buildings. You're, you know, you're building a double story, single family home with a garage. So you have to do all the steps to build this. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool too. Um and then last but not least, um we've been playing uh you know, of course we've been all, we've been, we play table simulator almost every tabletop simulator every week. Um and we're still we're still thinking about getting the different mods and trying them out so then after of course after horseplay live sometime we can actually blow that out and say, "Hey guys, here's a new game. Let's do it." And then play it. I like it um, when you first said table simulator. That's still better. Sim- yeah. <laughs> and of course, been playing the, the you know um, farm simulator and and uh, 
And uh, I actually uh, bumped in uh, bumped into a couple people that I used to play uh, uh, league with that are uh, that told me that they would never ever play Heroes of the Storm. And I said, "All right, come on, dude, I'll play a game of League with you." Oh no, we're on Heroes of the Storm now. Screw League of Legends. I told you. <clears throat> I told you you were gonna say that. Well, no, I just decided that a few days ago. But I said, "I told you, I still you were gonna do that." <laughs> Oh, Heroes of the Storm is crap. Okay. And I oh, keep saying that. that game. Yeah, I keep saying that people confuse uh, accessible with casual. They can they can go hand in hand, but they're not the same thing. Blizzard is really adamant about that. Like, just because a game is accessible doesn't mean it's purely for casual. And even more importantly, it doesn't mean that it lacks depth. Like people see here casual and they're like, oh, it's not very deep, not very challenging. No, it just means that you could pick it up and play and play casually and not feel like you have to commit your life to it to enjoy it to some degree. You know what I mean? That's important. But a competitive scene in that game is pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. So, my, t- my, t- my $2 and a bag of chips. $2 and a bag of chips. Yep. Okay, I'll get you a soda if you're lucky. And I see one that's on your list that I've actually broke out here. Uh, I was playing it yesterday, actually. Um, Smite. I haven't played Smite in the grip. And somebody's like, hey, man, we're playing Smite. You want to join us? I was like, sure. I haven't played in like six months. Sure. That's okay. We'll carry you. Oh, I will play with those guys anytime. <laughs> they, let, they let me have mid and let me on Cuckoo because that's who I knew, knew. And, um,. The jungler was, I think, our Fenrir, uh, and he just ripped the other mid apart. Like, I didn't have to do shit. Like, I would put him in my, my storm, lay my alt down, and then he would alt, and he'd, the guy would be dead. He'd be great. So, <laughs> like, every time I play Smite now, I'm not going to play Smite ever again unless those four people are on. Because <laughs> I don't, they carried me, man. I mean, all their backs carrying my fat ass around. They all had to be hurt back. Ow, my back! <laughs> Yeah, no, it's still a great game. Uh, they got the summer, what is that? Summer of Smite event or whatever they call it yeah. going on, and uh, I haven't checked it on the PC side recently, but on the Xbox side, you could you have like you could get the the shark. It's like a shark and lifesaver ward. Uh, that's one of the first thing you get. T Vat, T let me make it the Vatsman eight eight ninety two. Thanks for the follow. Good lord, I almost put you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's not much you could do. Like I expected a lot more th- activities for a summer event. You, so you could get that ward. You could get a uh, super buff Hercules or some character. But the one that really matters to me is uh, Beach Bunny Aphrodite. <laughs> man, I can't help it. I'm a man. The boobs, they get me. They get me every time. Wow. The boobs get him every time. Yeah, it's like when you watch Little Nicky and you get uncomfortable because the guy has boobs on his head and you don't know how you feel about it. Hey, your wife's behind you. Shh. Shh. <laughs> That's actually kind of scary. As you turn around and go, what? Imagine if I was... How did you know that? He's like, wait, how did you know? I can see you, Yogi. (laughs) As your wife goes, oh! 
she does that. She she does like a ninja walk, and she'll just stand there for a while. And I'm like, how long have you been standing there? What did you like long to enough? know? What did you like to know? And I'm like, no. Long enough for you to be in trouble. Have fun <laughs> on the couch tonight. I don't sleep anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. That's a, the couch would be an upgrade, actually. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Damn. I said crack my back. <laughs> uh, you got any more? Uh, I think you know. We, I think we covered them in the previous shows. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've played anything in addition to what we've been talking about. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've come back to Castle Storm because that was one of the free games on Xbox recently, and I have it on a PC too. And that game is is really fun. It's just insane like if you play the survival mode it lets you do couch co-op one person person plays as the hero another person controls the castles uh ballista and all that stuff and uh summoning minions and what that which is you know the, the more intensive job um so depending if you like macro or micro but the what's crazy about it is that when you do survival the first like four or five waves, super easy, no problem. Then all of a sudden it's like insanely hard. So the game has like this weird balancing thing and progression thing where I don't know, it doesn't scale very well. But what you end up having to do is, is um, you could grind the campaign out to get more gold, and then that carries over to the multiplayer. Because so, all your castle, you can save all your upgraded castles, your custom castles, into different slots and then load them into a multiplayer game. So that impacts what kind of buffs you have and uh, what weapons you have, what spells you have, and what kind of minions you could, uh, or creeps you could summon. So it's kind of like your loadout. It's, it's me. It's a lot of cool things in, in there. You know, nice. This is actually one of the first games we talked about. We first started doing the show, this show in particular. You remember? Um, I was telling Soldier no. about it, and you were like, that sounds stupid. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. You didn't say I that. I never said that. No. It's neat, though. It's intense. You know, do you like tower defense games at all, Obi? Not really. Yeah, I figured that. Not a single tower defense game that you like? Um, StarCraft. There's some, there's some tower defenses that are pretty cool. But. Yeah, they do have good ones in there. Good call, good call. Good save, bro. Good save. <laughs> so this, save <laughs> I mean, this is kind of like, oh, I got a good example. You remember that game Buster Move? Mm-hmm. Or Zuma? Mm, yeah. We have to get the skill shots. Yep. If you do the, if you play as the castle and not the hero, that's what you'd be, you'd be doing. They gave me those skill shots. If you get headshots, you could kill, insta kill certain enemy minions and or do lots of damage. It's crazy, dude. It, it's really fun. It's it's super frantic because you have to kill the minions before they get to your castle and start bashing down your gates, and then eventually they go inside of your castle and steal your your banner. And if they take it back to your cast to their castle, you lose. You also lose if they destroy your castle. So you have to take out their artillery creeps and their uh, 
any of their uh, siege weapons thereof. It's a fun game. Aquasans. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 it's not Aquasan. I, 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 like I said, it, it, I'm into it sometimes. I mean, it'd have to be a game that I'm like, I look at it and go, ooh. You know, it's kind of, it's one of those things that are like kind of hit and miss with me. Like, some are pretty cool, but then some are like, I don't understand. This is stupid. I'm just going to quit. How about Castle Crashers? No, I never played that. Really? Dude, it's a four-person four brawler. I'm sorry. Do you remember? Do you remember X Men or Captain America: The Avengers in the arcades? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or Streets of Rage, or any of the Ninja Turtle games, really? Yes. So Castle Crashers is kind of that kind of stuff. Both really silly characters. It's like it's totally a Newgrounds game. Remember how Newgrounds used to be the thing? You know, before. Before Twitch and Hulu and Netflix and YouTube were really a big thing, you know, and before all this like massive media outlets were available, right? Mm-hmm. There was Newgrounds. That's where we went to go waste time. Or at least that's where I went. All the little mini games, like then eventually it was Flash games and comics and all that stuff. So, like, uh, some of the folks from Newgrounds made Castle Crashers, and it's just silly stuff, like... See, I, can't, I don't want to spoil it. But they take a lot of tropes, like, you have to rescue the princess, right? Right. But every time you go to rescue the princess at the end of the, end of the level, it's not who you think it is. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and, it, and it's just neat, because, like, it's silly, but there's a lot of depth to it kind of like south park the stick of truth but it's real-time combat you know so you you know there's melee the spell casting you start off with like four ba- four basic characters and they have different colors and those colors represent different kind of abilities and it doesn't really hold your hand you just kind of figure things out as you go along which is great let's just dive right in and there's lots of characters you can unlock as you go along so it's a progression progression game then yeah but it's also very much pick up and play. Like, if you don't play it for a few months and you come back to it, you're still going to get the same kind of enjoyment out of it. Unless you have a friend that really wants to beat the game and never beat it, like Beard and Hat was telling me. And he doesn't have enough high-level friends that, st- that still want to play the game. Right. So, Castle Crashers, you definitely check it out. It goes on sale a lot. Um, there's another one that was kind of similar to that that I would recommend. I just missed it. It was like... A- I, I had a picture in my head. Now it's gone. Ah, <laughs> uh, Castle Crash is definitely good. Oh, I, I, you know, I put that game up there with one of my all-time favorite games, Guardian Heroes, on the Sega Saturn. And if you ever played that game, or or, or either the original or the remix on the Xbox 360, so good. No, I never played it. Oh, sorry. I think I have gameplay footage up. Anyway, I know it's time for us to wrap up. It is. Fortunately, guys, it's time to say goodbye and good night. Horseplay Live is everywhere. You can download. Wow. <laughs> and listen pee-pee. to awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, 
please take a few minutes to thumb out, favorite, subscribe, and even share. Even better, we'd love to see you see some reviews and comments. It's quick and easy. It really helps us out. Thanks to everyone who's been pimping out our content. We love you. Uh, you guys like eye candy? We have video as well. You guys can check us out at youtube.com forward slash geeky antics and right here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics as well. Here on Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with All Games Radio Network. And we have tons of shows covering a wide spectrum of topics. We can't possibly plug a full plastic podcast lineup because there's so many of them. So if you do want to see that full lineup, go to geekyantics.net forward slash schedule. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or basically the whole weekend, our biggest podcasting and streaming days for now. If you guys want to be a part of that, please come on. We're looking for more podcasters, writers, broadcasters, streamers. So let's connect and brainstorm together, guys. But from from us here, Horseplay Live, Obi-Wan X2, that over there is Yogi Zilla. You guys can check us out. Both of all our stuff is the names, guys. So Obi-Wan X2, could check it out, Yogi Zilla. Remember to tweet us, and don't forget, we love you all. Only 90% of the time. So if you guys are listening to us on allgames.com, <laughs> the Dead Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is up, followed by the B-Team Podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to hang out in the chat room by clicking live or the chat button. Guys, thank you very much. My name's Obi-Wan X2. That crazy uh, guy over there is Yogi Zilla. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.